Blog Talk Radio. Well, hey everybody, it is so good to be with you. Once again, this is Don Scott Damon. I am your freedom coach, and I'm excited to be with you yet for another podcast on the Freedom Girl Sisterhood. We're women helping women live a full, fierce, and free life. <laughs> and you hear the sisterhood with me today. Hey, how is how are you, everybody? I can't even talk. I know, right? Well, that's right. That's Wanda Sanchez. Wanda is with us in the house today. And in the car. And in the car. Yeah, yeah we're trying something different, aren't we? We are in a uh, 5 o'clock gridlock, yep. and so we said, hey, you know what? We're going to just do a, a show, because we can. Yep, we can. Technology, Hopefully we can. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. See if it makes any sense. I mean, technology is <laughs> so amazing, you know? But hey, I kind of like what I did today on my um, my one-minute mojo, Monday, Monday mojo. mojo, and that was, I talked about um, the Christmas story, and I kind of came from the angle of... Zechariah and Mary. Zechariah in the Bible, he was, you know, married to Elizabeth. And remember, they were. I didn't realize. I didn't remember that that was Elizabeth's husband. Yes, and they were barren and uh, couldn't have a child. And I think after so many years, you know, they just they just kind of gave up that dream and that hope um, of ever having a child. And. Um, so it's just kind of what they, how they were living. And then there's another character in the Bible, and I say character, I mean, you know, the Mother Mary, real person. And uh, she came from a different place. They were relatives by marriage. Right. She was Elizabeth's niece. Like that. Oh, niece, okay. yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah, something like that. And uh, both of them, Mary and Zacharias, had angelic visitation. And they both received some same message. Zachariah was told by the angel, your wife Elizabeth is going to have a baby. And he said, well, how's that going to happen? <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. And then uh, Mary also received a message that said, you you know, you're going to have a baby. Yeah. How did that happen? And right? she said, how is this going to happen? But, you know, the angel treated them totally two different ways. And so you got to know by that, that the, the, the spirit behind those words were much different from Zacharias to Mary. Oh, wow. Zacharias said, how's that? And, oh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think if I were Zachariah and I had tried something over and over and over again, assuming that he had relations with his wife, right. they had tried to have a baby <clears throat> how many times? And it just wasn't happening right. i think at some point you just stop believing you lose hope you lose hope yeah. you just give up yep and i wonder if that's the position he was in and mary at well according to scripture she had never tried it right. so she was you know while baffled she was like let yeah okay well how okay be it unto me as you say but how are we going to do this and i wanted to just talk to people today during this Christmas holiday that might find themselves more in the category of Zacharias Mm. that that might not let their heart be filled with wonder and awe this year or any year because they might feel like they don't want to hope for it. They don't want to hope. 
I don't want to be disappointed. I, I tried it. I failed. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. work. It's not in the cards for us. And I think that's just something that after you've lived a certain way now, you know, we do the Freedom Girl podcast and we do it for women who, any woman, but specifically we do talk a message to those that have tried things before. They may be hurting. They may be discouraged. They may say, you know, I'm never going to be healed. I'm never going to recover. I'm always going to be like this. I'm always going to be stuck. And I just want to bring that message that the angel brought to Zacharias and say, you know what, this time next year, you're going to be in a different place. This time next year, we're going to have a different conversation that I believe that God can do amazing things in your life. That, that God is saying to you, if you'll believe and if you'll hope and if you'll hang on to it, that you can emerge whole, you can emerge redeemed, you already are if you're a believer, but your life story redeemed, the dots connected, that, that they're not these random shrapnel pieces of uh, shards that hurt your heart and, and broke your life, but that it's all come together to form a beautiful picture. I don't know. Am I making wow. any sense? Oh my gosh, awesome. There are so many, I mean, I, I just know women in particular, but people during this season that are struggling with hopelessness. Yeah, for whatever life's brought them or whatever they are grieving over. Yes, a lot of loss. So many of people are grieving right now. So, yeah, right. Like, and, and just the climate of the culture right now. Yes, it's mean. You know, it's just a mean place. And so, yeah, a lot of people find themselves isolated and hopeless. Yeah. They don't want to believe anymore they, it, because it's just a disappointment. Um, but yeah, there's hope in so in go ahead in the in the spirit of the season. Yeah, the whole, oh, the amen. whole season is about hope. It's it's about hope. It's about new beginnings. It's about the miracle of new birth. It's about the miracle of salvation, of course. And rescue. Yes, rescue, deliverance. And I did, that's just really been my prayer and my heart as I've been thinking about this topic. Because what, what happened for Zacharias when he was, um, I'm saying Zachariah, Zacharias mm. is the name. What happened for him when he was, he was a priest and he went in to do his ministry before the Lord as he was, it was his turn. And that might have happened once in a lifetime that might have happened maybe twice in a lifetime, but being a high priest didn't mean that you were always the one chosen to go into the Holy of Holies. And it was his turn. It was his season. And that's another miracle that God made a way and gave him favor and then spoke to him and there was a visitation. I mean, when he came out of that place, the Holy of Holies, everybody knew he had had a vision because he couldn't, he couldn't talk. So God said, basically, through the angel, okay, you didn't believe me, and you spoke negativity out of your mouth. You said, no way. That's how that going to happen. That's not going to happen. And so, you know, I don't believe you. And so it's kind of like the angel said, oh, yeah, well, believe this. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not talking until after the baby's born because we don't, no more negativity should come out of your mouth. No more words that don't bring faith. No more life. Yeah. 
um, life-canceling, life-negating right. words coming out of your mouth. And so God just said, you're not talking anymore. And I think, you know, wow. gosh, it had to have been a long wow. nine months. Of That's really powerful, though. I didn't even, I seem to have overlooked the part, that part of the story. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so what if you couldn't talk anymore? If, if God said, every negative hush. word coming out of your mouth is going to be silent. All he'd have to say is, hush. Honey, hush. Honey, hush. <laughs> We wow. wouldn't say very much at times, would we? I mean, we wow. might be mute for several months until we get the point that, that God says, you know, you're, you, the yeah. power of life and death is in the tongue. And what are we speaking? So maybe we just need to be quiet and let the miracle unfold with instead of canceling it, kill it with our words. With our words. Even gets, yeah, that's because, a really good point. So that's a huge lesson. I, you know, it just kind of strikes me this time of year, like I said, you know, as we're reading through the story, there is in the Christmas story this life lesson that just makes me wonder about where we are in our journey, that I do believe that there are so many people. And I can't say that I haven't experienced this my own self where I'm thinking, what's the use on this? I'm not going to, you know what, i got to surrender this. It's not going to happen. I've been believing. It's been 20 years. You know, get a clue. Yep. You know, wake up, smarten up, girl. Yeah, all those Not, things. Yeah, all those things. But I believe, and now we better know that what we're believing for and hoping for and wishing for lines up with the Word of God. Because if it doesn't, then that's that's the principle. Right. Yep. If I'm dreaming for something and believing for something that's not God's purpose for my life or not God's destiny for my life, then... There is that reality that says, you know, I need to I need to bring myself into alignment with the Word of God. But for other things, wholeness, healing, favor, prosperity, growth, joy, a full life, a fulfilled life, a, an abundant life, this is the inheritance of the children of God. And we have every right to believe for those things and every right to hang on to those things. And that the desire of our heart will be satisfied and fulfilled by God. Now, he says, delight yourself in the Lord, and I'll give you the desire of your heart. So I believe that means God will implant in us the desires of our heart that we're supposed to have. If we delight ourselves in him. Yeah. Just the first part of it is delight yourself in me, and then I'll give you, or, and then I'll give you the desires of your heart. I'm not sure if it's the and then, but... And I'll give you the desires for your heart. So it's a tag team effort, it seems like. Yeah, and I think, again, you know, delight yourself in me, and I will place inside of you desires. My desires. That line up with me. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. And and so um, I wonder, so so let's talk about Mary just for a minute. So I don't know, are you like Zacharias or are you more like Mary? Mary had still had childlike faith and wonderment, and she let the awe in. She let the wonder in. She sure did. She was willing to believe.
I want to draw my focus and my energy to this picture that I believe God is giving me. And I want to remember it and see it. And it's kind of like it. what they used to do to build altars to remind them of yes. a place, right? A really important place. Yes. They would have an experience with God, and then God would command them to go build an altar. And in years ahead, when your children ask, what is this for? Yeah. You tell them the story, and you remind them, and you pass the story down. And it's a reminder for you, too, of your faith. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I, do you have a vision board? I, I don't. You're going to do one I for need 2020? To. I need 2020 vision in 2020? <laughs> That sounds really actually kind of perfect, doesn't it? To do yes. a vision board in 2020? Yes. Right. I actually I think, think I need to do one, actually. And it's funny because I'm going to Iowa for Christmas, and a friend of mine who actually teaches, Mary Kenyon Potter, one of the oh, one of the authors oh. from Peter Paul, yes. who does vision boards, is said, let's do a vision board. So there now I'm going to make a point of doing one, actually. See, now now it's actually um, feels divine. Like, this is Yeah, that's interesting that she just mentioned this to me, like, on Saturday. Right. Let's make time to do a vision board. So the purpose of a vision board, of course, is to keep your, instead of New Year's resolutions and all those things, which how, whatever works for you, but a vision board does take your top ten goals and your dreams, mm-hmm. the things that you're believing for, and it puts it in front of you. And where focus goes, energy flows. And That's so good. That's put, good. Yes. People, write that down, people. Okay. Where focus goes, energy flows. And Hashtag. I can't say that that's an, an original, but it's something that I learned that's years awesome. ago. But also just to know that, you know, your our brain is an amazing creation by God. Yes. Our brain loves continuity. Yep. That's why it's so important what we speak. If we say, I'm a loser, I'm a failure, nothing good happens for me, do you know that your brain will literally go to make that work for you? It'll make sure that, that nothing ever comes to pass. And it'll even protect you from being successful because it's not, it likes continuity. It likes, it likes. Oh, that's a trip. So if you say, or if you look at something, you go, that's where I'm going. This is what I'm believing. This is what God spoke to me. And you have the scripture and you put that scripture up there too. It will certainly come to pass. It may be in the fullness of time, in God's appointed time. And, you know, I, I can't, God's sovereign above all. All right, above right, all, right. God is sovereign. But these principles are biblical, and they they work. And God is not worried about our excess here. Somebody might be listening to this thinking, oh, that's just pop psychology, and that's, you know. I, so do we think that God would rather have us sit in unbelief and doubt and not believe for anything? Or do you think he would rather have us maybe... Maybe we teeter a little bit on the other edge, going, I'm believing for that, and I'm I'm not talking about blab it and grab it. Yeah, or you know, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not but, I, but what I am saying is God's word tells us, without a vision, my people perish. They cast off restraint. They don't know what they're living for. They don't know what to believe, and they wouldn't know my promises and that smack them upside the right. they, we, they We just wouldn't. That's why God painted a picture for his people. I'm bringing you to a land. There's the promise. Here's what it looks like. It flows with milk. It flows with honey. When you see it, you're going to know it. Write it down. Make it plain. Look at it. Dwell on it. Meditate on it. That's what it's going to be. And I'm giving it to you. So hold that in your heart and believe it. That way, when it happens, you'll say, there it is. That's what God promised. That's awesome. Amen. I love that. You know, there's... um. 
when I was, well, like, okay, so honestly, it was like four years ago. And um, cleaning out a room that was just an absolute mess. You walked into the room, and it was just like almost like a hoarder room. Oh, of. wow, yeah. So it could, kind of, it could kind of be like you feel kind of hopeless. Mm-hmm. Where like, do where do you even start? And how's it going to make any difference oh, at all, yeah. what I do? But what happened was the woman that I was with, it was like my adopted mom, Cheryl okay. Lee, mm-hmm. she said, let's do this. Let's not walk into the room and start cleaning facing the wall. Let's just turn around mm. and start cleaning so that we see the, the hallway clean. Oh, wow. We could see the the, the, ha- the clean yes. hallway out the door. Let's face this way and start cleaning. Yes. And just changing the perspective yes. of where we were going. Right. And what you were focusing on. It was huge. I just saw that when you're saying That's that. so good. I'm like, wow. That was a lesson. I mean, that was 40 years ago. I was 18 or 19 years old. And that's a lesson in perspective. If I look at the big, huge mess in front of me, I'm disempowered. I'm overwhelmed. I'm just You're looking at the wall with all the books. But then we just turned around and faced the doorway, which and led to the hallway, which was clean. Clean. Freedom. My opening. The vast horizon. That's a really the good. possibilities. Yeah. yeah. That's a... Yeah, and that changed. It changed everything about cleaning it. Sure, it was you were cleaning with hope. I didn't even know that. Expectation, more energy. Yeah, we did. It changed the mood. Everything changed. Wow. And we did was turn around. Yeah. So what we focus on matters, and what we talk about matters. And if you're listening to this podcast today, I just want this to be an aha moment for you, maybe a memorial moment for you. Maybe it's one of those visitations, if you will, where you anchor in this truth that the Lord Jesus Christ wants to do amazing and wonderful things for you. And he is, he's at work all the time. He never sleeps. He never slumbers. God works the night shift. He works the night shift, third shift, and then some 24 seven on your behalf. Can you visualize it? Can you see it? Will you believe it? Can you have faith? Can you speak it? Let's let's make a path that says in 2020 we're going to be silent to the negative. That means that not the not the painful truth that I need to give to God, not the um, lamentations that perhaps I need to, the psalms that sometimes are painful that I need to express to the Lord. We're talking about those ineffective, life canceling negative words cycles of baloney that, that we, just cancel yeah, out. Been a part of your life yeah, and you can't get out of habits yeah. cycles and they're just and idle lies. and by the way we're going to give an account for all of those words so let's let's say god may it be unto me as you've said this is what your word says may it be unto me as you've said i look at something i read something maybe i don't believe it maybe it feels like oh that couldn't possibly be true don't say that say May it be unto me, as you've said. If we even just get to that place, really good we've moved the needle forward. Because it's not us, and we're not saying I believe me, or right. I believe my feelings. Right. Yeah. No matter what I feel like, I have to just believe that you, what you say right. is true, because you can't lie. He has no choice. He cannot, he cannot lie. lie. He, he, he's always going to tell the truth. And that, my friends, if you say, may it be unto me, that's the turnaround from looking at the big mountain in the bedroom that's a mess to turning around and saying, I'm looking at the horizon. So may God ignite your heart with the fire of what is possible. And may it burn Mm -hmm. all year long. Mm -hmm. And may you be that angel or that Mary that said to the angel, be it unto me as you have said.
Amen. That's awesome. Amen. Amen. Good. Love Good it. stuff. Well, we hope this has edified you and inspired you. Again, this is Don Scott Damon, the Freedom Coach, and we're just uh, Wanda Sanchez. We're just helping you live a full, fierce, and free life. Visit my website, Dawn at Don Scott Damon, or no, that's her email address. Her oh, website sorry. is DonScottDamon.com. <laughs> Or Freedom Girl. <laughs> or Freedom Girl Sisterhood dot com. Freedom Girl Sisterhood, one S dot com. And uh, one S in the middle, that is. Yeah. On the end. And we just pray that you will visit us. Get the book, The Freedom Challenge. We're starting another oh, 60 day. So awesome. In um we're gonna start it at the end of February, another sixty day challenge. Good. We're going live with that. And we're gonna be doing a webinar and all kinds of exciting things coming your way. Stay tuned. Yay! All right. This Don Scott, Damon, and Wanda. Yay! God bless you guys. Freedom time.